0: Hey what's up everybody, welcome to the Michelle Mission, two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. My name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble of Black Tribbles fame.
1: And this is Vincent Williams of It's All Soul, 8 to 10 on G-Town Radio, Wednesdays.
0: Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Black Tribbles used to be on G-Town Radio. Yes
1: you did. Long
0: yes, you... ago. Long, long ago. But now we're heard on WPPM LP 106.5 fm in philadelphia all right that's where you'll be hearing us and the michelle mission we're nailing that they're going through like the the schedule now like building up the schedule right right so right. we should know in like a week or two exactly what day will be our regular
1: all right all day, right
0: the broadcasting of the michelle mission all actually right on live radio here in philadelphia that's going to be pretty dope um, we are here today on this stop on the michelle mission we are In present day, we're in 2016 to talk about Walt Disney's surprising family sportish drama, Queen of Catway, starring Lupita Nyong'o, David Oyelowo, as well as a very young, young actress, Medina Nawanga. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about that. But as usual, we start first with a little bit of, you know, feedback that we have gotten from some of our um, fans Uh, first. But let me tell you, if you have downloaded this in your stream, whether it be from iTunes or SoundCloud or however you get your podcast, make sure that you go back and you check because this week there are two. Michelle mission episode. Two of them. Yes. There's going to I'll, entirely whole second episode that kicks off our ha- month of Halloween treats and yes. horrors. Yes. Uh, where we review 1990s death by temptation. So you definitely want to make <laughs> sure that you download that as well. But now to our feedback. Yes. Letters we've got letters. Yes. Yes. Uh let's see. Well, what do we, what do we have here? Well, you know, I've been asking a lot of people to um you know, leave their comments and their you know, thoughts and rate us on iTunes. Yes. Yes. It helps
1: people find the show. Absolutely. Well, More than Maria Lo and behold, someone did. Oh, thank you. Digital Beast. All right.
0: Uh gave us a five-star rating. Oh, nice. Thank you, Digital and Beast. And said that it is simply amazing. This podcast has me rewatching a few movies that have been a blast from the past, as well as checking out some movies that may never have been seen.
1: Good, good.
0: The hosts are truly well versed in film, cinema, and acting, and often highlight some finely missed tidbits that truly make this a joy to listen to. Oh, keep
1: up the excellent thank work. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, that was really dope. That was love, man. I saw that. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's all right. We're doing something right. That's really nice. Or at least we ain't getting caught. Pretty much, yeah. That's that's closer to what it is. (laughs) Um, We also heard back from Tom Laporta. Oh, hey, Tom. The 39th triple, Yeah. Who wrote back in regards to our review of Cotton Comes to Harlem. Great episode on Cotton Comes to Harlem. Thank you. But y'all are killing me. It's two Ossie Davis episodes in quick succession, and you run down the career of everyone else, but leave out Ossie. Um, I keep yeah, I hoping against hope to hear you guys mention that Ossie went from delivering the eulogy at Malcolm X's funeral to playing JFK fighting a soul-sucking mummy in Bubba Hotep. He led a fascinating life and was a great man.
1: But keep up the... Gre- the great work and keep bringing these movies back to life for a new audience. Well, Tom, thank you for filling in the blanks. I guess we didn't really, we haven't really gone down Ozzie Davis. I guess I always saw people just kind of knew. Yeah. You know, but, but you, but you, but you we, can't we, take things for granted. That's right. Right.
0: Very true. So we have, um, we have been rebuked, Tom.
1: We have been rebuked. So we appreciate that and we will make sure to, uh, give the man his due. And the next time he comes up, we will make sure to unpack all of the biographical delight that is Ozzy Davis yes we will
0: we also heard back from Robert Monroe Jr.
1: Robert
0: who says that okay you've convinced me I'm going to organize a marathon viewing of Tyler Perry films in chronological order so I can see his creative development as an artist I believe the issue with women and Tyler Perry is like the women who like the show Grey's Anatomy. Okay. When the show first came on, my male friends and I liked the depiction of strong, intelligent women in the workplace, but the women in our lives weren't really into it. However, once it became a romantic melodrama with Mick Dreamy and Mick Smelly and whomever, (laughs) the women in our lives enjoyed the show more while I and my male friends stopped watching. Okay. What that mean? I don't know, but there it is. Okay. Now, I've never been myself. <clears throat> I, w- I never became a fan of uh, Grey's Anatomy.
1: Do you watch it? Oh, I've never seen one episode.
0: <clears throat> wow, you've never seen I've one never episode. Seen I've seen one, at least episode. one or two I episodes. don't,
1: and that's not a diss to Shonda Rhimes. I just, mm. just hospital shows just bore me out of my mind. Really? Yeah, like, you know, I liked the first couple of seasons of ER, and I liked uh, Nurse Jackie just because she was actually a sociopath. But, yeah, I don't really do hospital shows. So wow. I've never seen an episode.
0: I um, I don't have, like, a, a soft spot for hospital shows at all. But in my um, to my mind none of them from when I check in on them have been close in quality to what St. Elsewhere is. Oh right, right, right. So I just don't. You watch You just
1: don't them. watch them. There you go.
0: I just don't. I I don't watch them. I. I. But you know, um, my girlfriend, she is a a devotee of hospital shows. Okay. And pretty much every cop show.
1: Okay. She so, likes the
0: procedurals. Yes. Okay. Fair don't enough. tell her that. I don't like I don't know I don't like whatever you call them. I just like these type of shows.
1: Fair enough.
0: I'm like, "Okay, honey. Fair enough." Yeah. So she's a devotee of that. Um, we also got a message from Mark Turner. Okay? Mark wrote us and he said, uh, "Afternoon, gentlemen. Love what you are doing with the show." Thank you, Mark. I just saw this posted on Shadow and Act and thought it might make a great addition to your to your um list and what it was he posted how at Northwestern University, they're going to be screening the ultimate black exploitation film. What do you think the ultimate black exploitation film is? Shaft? Uh, super flaw. It's not, it's, it, that Those are actually not um, bad choices. However, what they are going to be screening is Gordon Parks, 1974, Three the Hard Way.
1: Three the Hard Way. You know why I love Three the Hard Way? Three the Hard Way, much like Ghostbusters 2. Mm -hmm. And and there's another one that now I can't think of. But I love movies that the theme song tells you the entire plot. And Three the Hard Way. Bullworth. Bullworth, ghetto superstar. ODB's verse tells the entire story of Bullworth. And then Bobby Brown's rap tells the entire story of Ghostbusters 2. Okay. And then Three the Hard Way. Three the hard way. Some racists gonna poison the lake. And these three brothers got to take care of it. One knows karate. The others know guns. I'm paraphrasing, but, but that's all in the song. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like the, the, the theme song of Three the Hard Way tells the entire plot of the movie wow so
0: um three the hard way which stars jim brown yes fred williamson yes and the late great martial arts artist jim kelly he's the
1: one that knows karate that i referenced in the song just now I said, one knows karate the others know guns i i i went out on a hard on
0: a limb and thought that so that the one
1: that knew karate, karate i was talking about jim kelly
0: yes and uh fred williamson and jim brown I they know it, guns they know guns they know guns. One go. knows karate. Which one is that?
1: The others know guns. <laughs> Jim Kelly knows karate.
0: And Fred Williamson.
1: And Jim Brown know guns. Just to clarify. But yeah, I'd love to do Three the Hard Way.
0: Well, we will get to it. Yes. 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 We will get to it um, soon. Um, but for now, we're going to have fun with another movie from 1974. That is Abby. Yes. Black's Exorcist, yes, which we will be screening. Yes, on October 28th down at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House here in Philadelphia, 2578 Frankfurt Avenue. Um, it's going to be a free movie screening and talk back about the film we're going to actually do a live show mission to talk about the film we're going to bring in Tom Laporta and his crew from the Don't Touch My Coffin podcast nice.
1: should be a good time they're
0: going to come in and we're going to have a really good time Ashley from Graveyard Shift Sisters is going to be there okay so we're going to ask her I can't have her be there and not have and her not on speak the right, yeah, right, so right, right. she's got to talk about it so that's going to be a whole lot of fun and I just nailed down today um mixologist superb here in philadelphia summer willow fitch okay you can check out her uh, website where she teaches people to be um, bartenders summerwillow.com. she is actually concocting an original nice abby punch nice for this event
1: Fantastic.
0: I mean, and she was telling me about some of the ingredients that are going to go into this thing, man. Uh, I, I'm, I know this rum. Everything else, I don't think is legal. Okay, so, so we won't <laughs> list it. So it's going to be it's going to be epic. October twenty eighth, a Malcolm Commons and Coffee House, a live show mission as we uh, re- talk and review and screen just for your pleasure.
1: Abby. The Black Exorcist. The Black
0: Exorcist. Or as they say it on the poster, actually, is the Abby story of a woman possessed. I guess they, you know, had to.
1: All right, all
0: right. About the whole uh, Exorcist thing. Yes. (laughs) All right, let's get into Disney's Queen of Cotway.
1: Mama. Mm. Can you do big things? from such a small place. Don't think about such things.
0: Why not? You'll be
1: disappointed.
0: Hey, Fiona, how is your life? It is fine. (laughs) Young girl, come inside. What is your name? Fiona. Could you please show Fiona how to move the pieces? Yes, the small one
1: can become the big one You, can say you wanna
0: say. helps us solve problems He
1: you anyway. It teaches us to make a plan. didn't have a wall to hide behind Use your minds but
0: you fall to when your eyes
1: and you will all find safety. Why are you letting her win? I'm not letting
0: her. You can see it moves ahead.
1: Checkmate. 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 She won.
0: You could be the best in all of Uganda.
1: God, How can I become a champion?
0: Sometimes the place you
1: are used to is not the place you belong. You belong where you believe you belong. Where is that for you?
0: your sneaker attacks. This is not the ghetto.
1: I don't need to sneak. Check match. This year's gold medalist Fiona Mute. Your
0: children are blessed because they have a mother who never gave up on them.
1: Are you my daughter? Yes, Mama. I yeah. am. Yeah. Coach, you told us to make a plan, but I fear things will never change.
0: What matters is when you reset the pieces.
1: She's winning. She's winning. And play a game. Stronger than your bruises, I got skin.
0: Living in the slum of Katwe in Kampala, Uganda is a constant struggle for 10-year-old Fiona. Played by Medina Nawanga and her family. Her world changes one day when she meets Robert Katende, David O. Yellowo, a missionary who teaches children how to play chess. Fiona becomes fascinated with the game and soon becomes a top player under Katende's guidance. Her success in local competitions and tournaments opens the door to a bright future and a golden chance to escape from a life. Of poverty, in Walt Disney's *Queen of Catway, a new family sports drama mm-hmm. uh, that just had its wide release. It released to uh, uh, its uh, just um, a few theaters a few weeks ago, but it just had its wide release just on September thirtieth. Um, it stars as we as we mentioned, David Oyelowo, as well as. Academy Award winning Lapita Nyong'o Yes. Who plays uh Fiona's mother. Uh and it has a host of children. Yeah. Taken straight from the streets of U- uh of Katwe and Uganda to star in this movie which was directed by Mira Nair. Okay. Uh, uh she herself of uh Ugandan uh, background um, it is uh, based on a book by Tim Cruthers, the Queen of Katwe a story of life chess and one extraordinary girl's dream of becoming a grandmaster
1: and it's a true story
0: it is a true story this is not based on a true story this is a, purports to be right the true right. story of Fiona um, played uh, by first time actress Medina Nawanga. Yes. What did you think of the Queen of Katwe, Vincenzo?
1: I liked it. I liked it. I mean, I mean, you know, it's a Disney film, so mm-hmm. so it's it's definitely has a sheen to it. Yes. You know, it definitely is is that sort of polished finished kind of big studio sheen to it. And and you know, I think it that that kind of informs what to me was the most powerful part of the film, which was the country of Uganda. Okay. Which yeah. ends up being another character in the film. You know, as, yeah. as you said, uh, Fiona and her family live in a small town mm-hmm. in um, Uganda called Katwe. And there's a lot of footage of just day-to-day life Yeah, here. And, you know, it's very rural and, you know, the, the people I think it's fair to say are, are impoverished, but there's beauty everywhere there is you know there are these so. beautiful shots of of the water there's these you know there's this wonderful recurring shot where um fiona always goes past a man who makes bricks mm-hmm. so you have these wonderful shots shots of you know i guess you'd call it like a brickyard mm-hmm. where where you know it's just all of these deep reds and then you know at at the at the risk of sounding stereotypical and westernized I think the way the, the patterns of the fabric and the Ugandan clothing just shine through. You know, there are a couple of scenes where uh, one of the characters, particularly I'm thinking about the one where um, Lupita Nyong'o's character, Naku, goes and sells this beautiful dress that she owns. Yes. And the shop, it's a, it's a dress shop, it's a fabric shop, shop and, and they're just these wonderful shots of the fabric and all Mm -hmm. the different colors. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I said, that was my favorite part of the film. I think, I think the kid, um, performers were very good. Yeah. You know, lots of personality, uh, the, 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 the lead act actress, Medina Nalwanga, who plays Fiona was fantastic. Yes, she was. Yeah, She was absolutely fantastic. She was mesmerizing actually. And, but you know, this this is a film that if I tell you the story of if we just do the plot synopsis that you provided, a young girl learns about chess and and you know and and kind of it it takes her places and and she becomes a champion. You could make this movie because mm-hmm. we've all seen this movie. Yes, yeah, bad like news it, bears. You, you know, it's bad news bears. It's um, a killing the bee. Yeah, like you much, know, yeah. it really yeah. is. It, yeah. it is very much uh by the numbers film. And and I know that kind of sounds like an insult, but I also think that this is the type of film that the filmmakers set out to make. Like like you know, it's it's a very positive film. It's a film you you know when we went, I had my eleven year old daughter with me. You know, it's a great it's it, it's a great message for girls in particular. But I think kids in general, um, you know, Queen of Cotway, I, I liked it. Yeah. I, I didn't love it but I liked it
0: I really did I really did like it and like you say um, one of the things I really appreciated about it is that the movie doesn't shy away from the environment in which it is set right it is set in Katwe in Kampala Uganda um, a place that with all of the beauty that you spoke about the poverty is ever present Yes, I mean uh, Medina, uh, uh, um, uh, Fiona, and her and her family are basically homeless. When you see them, uh, yeah. so part way through through the the film, they get kicked out of their house because they are, they are unable to right. pay the rent.
1: A house that is little more than a shack.
0: The the, the house literally looked like the world's largest refrigerator box. Right. That's right, really what it looked like. Right. I mean with like literally like a torn out hole for windows and everything. Right. Right. And all that entails. Um, uh, and then uh, one of the kind of like uh, B plots of this is that while you have Fiona who discovers chess through the um, the compassion of this teacher Robert right. Robert Nittenda, who uh actually is just trying to bring some type trying to not so much lift the spirits of the of the children of this area as so much as show them give them a direction right there's one right. thing about lifting spirits and just trying to make kids feel good right no he's trying to give them a direction by giving them by teaching them chess and all that it entails, the 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 mental discipline that right. it entails, the um the the honor of of the game itself, right? You know, treat, right. treat it respectfully, and that and that means treating your opponent respectfully right. as well, right. You know, so all of the discipline that it imparts upon you into your mind and into your into your um, into your body, uh, that's the reason why he's bringing that. To them, which which I really did appreciate, and that falls right in line with what Fiona is looking for in her life. Not that she's not getting discipline from her mother; her mother right, is, right, is, right, right. is doing a great job, but her mother is raising Fiona, her uh, slightly younger brother, and her, and her baby, baby brother, brother, yeah, and her older sister, yes, who is finding her own way out of you know this situation because she's she's older; she's a teenager and you know Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network hosted by comedians Jacquees Neal and Edgar Montplacier. the best way to eat a taco what's the best way to eat a taco that's with your
1: hands with your hands also with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down it's like a layer it's the layer right so that the lettuce doesn't fall off can't have falling lettuce
0: pretty girl in this area right right. she's found some young boy that wants to kind of you know quote unquote take care of her right right you know because he's got a little he's got while everybody else is is got two dollars he's got five dollars right right so he can he can take care of her a little bit a little bit more so she basically goes off with with uh with him um so you have that compelling those stories running counter to one another um but the poverty is never, is never politicized. It's right, never right. like it's never talked down about. Right,
1: and it's and it's not, you know, for lack of a better word, pornographic. No, like exactly. I think when you have exactly. these films set in these places, mm-hmm. and you know, the audience is primarily going to be Western, and right. primarily, frankly, going to be white. Yeah, you, you know, you, you got to watch that. Yeah, you got to watch yeah. how it's depicted, and and that's you know as I just said, that's something that I appreciated the most about this film. Yeah, like these are these are impoverished people, but this is not an opportunity for you to look and go tisk tisk or ooh you know let me see the stuff. Yeah, you, you know
0: because it, they were very much they very much had smiles on their face. The kids were you know well laughing, again and, and the and country singing. is beautiful.
1: Yeah, like it's actually beautiful. Like you mm-hmm. know these people don't have any money. But it's a beautiful place. Right. And, um, you know, it made me think some of the criticism that I read about Baz Lorman's The Get Down. Okay. Is that he said he made the Bronx look beautiful mm-hmm. during this period where, you know, late 70s and the Bronx was crazy. And he said it. Why wouldn't they be happy? Like, like, you know, people who don't have anything tend to party the hardest. Right. And tend to. So, you know, I, I saw a piece of that in the depiction of this place and the people who live there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I I found myself um looking at this movie and just really taken in by the everydayness of it. Like you mm. talked about how the children are are phenomenal in this movie most of them never acted at all which is insane it is insane because they're so good they're so good and and they're reading scripts they are acting yet still their acting comes off as just being very very natural yes I couldn't help but compare the reason why Bad News Bears come to my mind is thinking about how much people loved the Bad News Bears. And yes. The Bad News Bears was a great movie. Yes. It was it was funny. But that was definitely some Hollywood kids yes. that knew how to get their act exactly. on. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? They knew how to play to the camera. Right. And everything like that. This movie was about children, at least as they were coming off, just being children yes. in the moment. When they Felt happy; it radiated in their bodies. Absolutely. When they felt sad, it also radiated. Right. There's a really cool scene. There's a really cool scene because at some point, but and as as it happens in every sports film, um, the kids go to a big showdown against the uh, the quote unquote uh, superior kids, right. Cobra big, Kai. Yes, Cobra Kai. Exactly, exactly. So, it, so you see the kids? They're 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 riding up to this big new school academy where all the kids are in their uniforms, dressed you know, um, dressed to the 9 they They're totally out of place in their, In their you know, um, their best rags,
1: right? That right, they have right, on, right.
0: and you see them. All walk through this doorway. And they all walk through this doorway. And outside of the doorway, if I remember seeing correctly, there are kids out there playing soccer. But it definitely is on, like, this grand field.
1: Right. I think they may have been playing cricket. Cricket. That's exactly Yeah, because they had on those... Those the, those the white outfits. Those dope cricket outfits. Right, right, So, they right. really looked... Yeah, they yeah. really,
0: like, stood yeah. out. You know what I mean? Like, um. so they're playing cricket. And the kids go in... And, you know, they they notice it and they walk off to the side and and they walk out off the frame, off the frame. And then the youngest boy, he walks in and he stops and he looks at them. And you can you only see the back of him and, and even the back of him is in silhouette. Yeah. Yet you can read everything on his face. It's all at the grandeur of this field. It's like oh, my God, what is this game that they are playing? Right, right. Because it looks like it may be kind of fun. This looks like a fantastic place that I'm here. What am I
1: doing here? What have I gotten it myself into? What have I...
0: And it all reads in the maybe 10, 20 seconds that, that this movie smartly takes the opportunity makes room for. That's what I liked about this movie and the direction by Mira and is that there are there are moments where any other movie or especially a more um uh Hollywood movie would have been like more quick cuts, a little bit more montages right, and stuff right, like that. Right. She stayed with a lot of scenes so that you really got invested in these kids. There's a scene where they um they actually three of the kids are able to go off and play. I think the Russians or, or somebody, um, or it, at some big tournament, and they go to um, a hotel. And you don't have to. You don't have this like the typical scene of them being in awe of being in a hotel room,
1: right? Or right? And everything right? Everything
0: like that. No, what you do is you see them out on the patio, sitting there chilling, and they are going crazy. They can't believe. <laughs> there's such a thing as ketchup. Yeah. And then like yeah. ketchup, this is like the best thing in the
1: world. You know, I really like that scene though. Cause I like the flip side of it. So, you know, as the film goes on, Fiona gets better and better. Mm-hmm. So she's granted more and more opportunities and there's that great moment. And it's right after that ketchup scene that you're talking, where she's gotten used to living in hotels yeah. and French fries and hamburgers. And when she comes back to Cotway and eats like an impoverished person in Cotway she doesn't want any parts of it. Oh yeah. So you see this distance that grows between yes. you know
0: very much so
1: her she and her mother and you know, specifically she and her mother but in a lot of ways um Fiona and Cotway itself.
0: Yes. Yes. It, it, there is a distance that grows um but the distance I think at first it's definitely it definitely is just a like, you know, oh, my God, I don't want to be back here.
1: Right. Right.
0: but Then it quickly realizes that, OK, I don't want to be back here. I have a way of getting me out of here. Now, how can I parlay this to get
1: get everybody, to out. get
0: everybody out of here,
1: especially
0: after? Because by that point, she's got kicked out. of They got kicked out of the cardboard shack. Right. Spend a couple of days basically living on a corner. Yes. Of some place. And again, the matter of factness of this movie is that, okay, they're living on a corner for a couple of for a couple of nights, you know? There's no big sermonizing no, about it. It's no. just it's what you gotta do. Yeah. You know, and they do it. Um and they're and they're fine with it they're not nobody's like getting all like mom she can't get it right you know no, no <laughs> right no, you right. know like yo hey mom we're here it's all good you know right what I mean? right, we're gonna, right. Make it, we're gonna make it do what it do right um so by the time you have that scene that you were talking about they are now in this kind of like burnt out church husk yes that's that they they're renting yeah you know somebody is renting them a three-walled church
1: hey it's real
0: you know what i mean Um, which soon, because it only has three walls and no more than basically like some thatchwork up top for a roof, becomes a victim to the elements that happen there.
1: And it's a very horrific scene. What a great scene, though.
0: Wow, wasn't it, though? The water
1: is like a character. Like I said, um, the director and the cinematographer did a wonderful job capturing this place. Yeah. Because that scene the water really is alive. Mhm. The way it moves and That's uh
0: Sean Bobbitt yeah. who was a uh, cinematographer. Great job. It it, it Great is Great job. It is just um I, I I'll be honest it's it's a movie that ultimately is maybe because it's 124 minutes. It's maybe 5 10 minutes a little longer than it mm. needs to be. In my estimation. I would say a half hour. Okay. Yeah. well, a half hour. You take out a half hour,
1: then you're putting it at what? Uh, An hour and a half. An hour and a half. Yeah,
0: you're right. Okay. So yeah, so maybe, so maybe so maybe this uh, let's split the difference and say there's maybe twenty minutes that can be taken out of the movie. Yeah. Um however, as much as as much as you could take out of the movie, I by the time I, at least for me, by the time I felt the length of the movie, right, you were gearing towards the end.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So
0: I was fine with it. Absolutely. I was
1: like, oh, this is going be going on a little bit, yeah. but
0: I'm in for the ride.
1: And you know, again, I was going to say very few, but I don't even think I need the qualifier. There were no surprises. No, there wasn't. Like, like you know, you knew exactly how you were getting from A to B, B to mm-hmm. C, and then C to D. But, um. It was well executed, very like like you know what it's going to do, but then it's very well executed. Yeah, so yeah. you know,
0: and and it's, it's a, a credit to actors uh, like Lapita Nyong'o and uh, David Oyelowo, who have been um, critically acclaimed. Yeah, especially over the last couple of absolutely. years, absolutely. Um, that they signed on for this movie. Yeah, and were there to definitely. St- Dear the movie, definitely lend their their the quality of their acting to this movie, which they do. Which they they're very they're, much they're do. both
1: excellent in this.
0: But as excellent as they are, you know, everyone else rises to their occasion. Yes, the 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 children we d- we spoke about them. Um, I I don't remember the actress name or the the characters. Oh, uh, Sarah Sarah Katende, Um David's wife. The yeah. actors that plays her, his wife, those wife, Esther Tibadunge. Uh-huh. Uh, huh i am probably mispronouncing her name. I apologize. Um please forgive the ignorance of my tongue. It's not the ignorance of my heart. Um she is great in this movie. She is great. They, it, 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 she is great in this movie and their relationship is a full I was about to say I could have
1: watched a movie about their relationship. Yes. Yeah.
0: You really could. Um and there's another story to be had of from the story of Robert Katende, um, because this is how he uh, mentored, mentored Fiona to become what she has a world master. Yes. But what you learn in this movie is that she, he would then take on many, take in many of the other children right, 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 as well, um, which leads to while you say there was no surprises, there is one surprise in this movie, and it's surprising how powerful it is. And that is at the closing of the movie, when you you're introduced to every actor, yeah, and then the person that they are playing in real life comes and stands with it's, them.
1: It's an amazing moment.
0: It is truly, it really is truly an and I'm surprised at how powerful that was and it's not even just that powerful when you see Medina the actress standing there and the real life Fiona comes up um, it's it's not it's it's not even just that it's still the, all the more powerful when you see the children yeah all of the children when you see Robert Contende and, and his wife and then as much as it was as, as much as the older sister whose name is Knight as much as her story is probably like the c plot of this movie. Yes, when you see the actress that play that plays um, Knight there, uh, Taryn uh, Kayaze Yes, when you see her, and then you see the real Knight come out. Yeah, and Taryn kneels. Yeah, before the real Knight, that you are just like. Yeah, that got me.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm done. Oh, I mean, I really, um, I really enjoyed this movie, and I wanted us to review this because one, because it's a black film. It is a black film. It's a 100 percent of black film. Um, it is the type of film that Walt Disney makes. So Walt Disney makes family movies.
1: Right, right, right.
0: But it's not. The type of film that Walt Disney makes, because there's no white protagonists in this
1: no at all protagonists you can count the white people in this yeah. film on one hand, yes, and have fingers left over
0: yes and and you better count them real quick because they're not only because they're not
1: going to be there that long
0: they're not there that long yeah. um uh so they are to be commended for. Doing this film, yeah. and and because of that, I think that I I hope and I urge everyone absolutely out there to go see this movie. Go see Queen of Catway. Take your entire family.
1: Take your entire family, but but you know I I do think sp- specifically people with daughters should see it. Like like I do think there there are so many important messages on what is and is not appropriate for girls to yes. do. And how all of that is bull. Yes. You, you know, there's there's a wonderful theme throughout where people basically tell Fiona, you're a girl, so you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And then yeah. she proceeds to spank them. Mm hmm. Which, you know, mm-hmm. again, you kind of know it going in, but it's always great to see it. It's all, it, it, it is great.
0: And it'll be cool to, it's very true. You should take your daughters. A lot of sons need to see this. Well,. Too
1: absolutely a lot of sons need to yeah. see this
0: too because a lot of sons have ways of looking at the women their 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 uh their peers uh that their, their same age um a little bit dismissively yes uh, especially in light of what's going on out there and the outside in the world today right it's, right it's not hard to imagine that some of that stuff has been filtering down to our to their kids, true, very true. So very true. Uh, it's very, it's very good to see this, um, and it's also good to see this uh, in thinking about it. In that, like I say, it's a family drama. There's fun, there, 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 but it's a funny movie. It, it is, is a, a funny very movie. funny it movie. It is a funny movie. An extremely funny again, movie. the kids are fantastic. It, it is, um, but it's a movie that, like I say, does not shy away from its environment. There is danger in their environment, and not just from the not just from the environment itself, just not from the country. Right. 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 There's a danger from the people. Right. Um, And there's a reality to that. There's a reality to that depiction that is, uh, I don't think would be lost on children. And I think would open the door for a very interesting, thoughtful conversation. But,
1: and and they pull up, just enough for a kid to be okay, though. Yes, like there's nothing in here that's going to traumatize your kid.
0: You went with uh, your 11 year old, right? She was
1: 11. How 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 did she like? It? She loved it. She yeah. loved it. I mean, you know, my child. She wants to know how they did this. They they would do this finger snap motion. Yes, that you know they kind of do. Whip their hands real quick. So she, tried, I'm the number one spice. She tried to do that for like three days afterwards. <laughs> so, well, if you watch the video, if you watch the music
0: video for Number One Spice, um, you will be snapping like crazy. Yes, I'll put the music video here yeah, on the show because so. everybody needs. But she show. loved it. Yeah, it's really cool. It's it really cool. It's uh it's got wide release but it's not hard to imagine that it may be playing, you know, I don't know if it's going to be at your, the the local Cineplex wherever yeah, you are. Yeah. Um so you may have to go to your more prestige movie theaters right. but it is worth doing. It's Absolutely. worth going there, get some of that, you know, that that Grand Royale popcorn yes. and scones um and sit down with the entire family. And watch The Queen of Cadway. It is really a great movie. I really think that you will enjoy it. All right. All right. Okay. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening to this show and for some reason you got past the beginning of the show, go back to where you got, get your podcast. Because there's a second Michelle Mission this week. And we start our month-long tribute to Halloween horror. Yes. As we review 1990s Death by Temptation. Yes. Okay. All right. You know, hit us back. Let us know what you think. Email us at Michelle at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and every place a good podcast be. Like us on Facebook at Michelle Mission. You can also follow us on Twitter at Mission Michelle.
1: He's Vince.
0: I'm Len. And in parting we say,
1: we'll see you when it's time to meet again. Bring the flavor to the fish, bring the flavor to the rice. The rice, to the rice. Who's the number one spice? Who's the number one spice? Bring the flavor to the fish.
0: Bring the flavor to the rice. Who's the number one spice? Well got all gonna have a biddy, or you're gonna a let I do Bossy, take a move him, no lines. This is the number one spice. It's in the morning and roll like a dice. Mama told me this once and I'm telling you twice. Banabu mochi, mina wabeba, so wiser. to yetu le, kumasi. A woman you na
1: like Babasi? I love livery, I love the Some be I hate water, but I love love
0: spice. So buy a I write. Hey, Nyambe. sente, Hey, we we yambe, ha, na yeah. Bring the flavor to the fish. Bring the flavor to the rice. Who's the number one? It's the number one spice, it's the flavor to the fish, the flavor to the rice. It's the number one spice. Oya, got mere, mire, oya, gotta nice. Okay, so for yoki, my with you. You think I'ma do this on my life? Got am doing that, I'm go the night. soon I'ma live in the city with the lights. With the lights? That's right. With the lights? That's right. That's right. The spice to you is a means to me. Selling even with the fresh misery. Same story in the Salt Lake. I'm a chili mori. I'm a dreams to i I'm a to mori. a chili mori. I'm a chili mori. i George, 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 champala number 1 number 1 number 1,
1: number one. Number one.